Why take one vacation with the family when you could take all of them? With Royal Caribbean, you don't just go to the beach. You visit a private island and race down the tallest water slide in North America. You don't just go for a road trip. You ATV and zip line through the jungle. You don't just go somewhere new. You rappel down waterfalls and discover ancient temples. Because this isn't just any vacation. This is all the vacations. Come seek the Royal Caribbean. Ships Registry, Bahamas. Think you know the Brooks Ghost? Think again. Introducing the all-new, better-than-ever Ghost 16. Now with nitrogen-infused cushioning for lightweight, supreme softness that feels good every step, every street, every single day. So go ahead. Take your daily joyride in the all-new nitrogen-infused Ghost 16. It'll turn your everyday miles into everyday endorphins. Let's run there. Head to brooksrunning.com to learn more. I'm Alex Rodriguez. And I'm Jason Kelly. From Bloomberg, this is The Deal. Each week, you're here in conversation with business icons. This show will explore deal-making across sports, media, and entertainment. That is a harsh lesson in business. Sports is not as simple as bringing a bunch of big names together. I didn't want to do another stomp you out speech. It opened up so many more doors. The show is called The The Deal. Deal. Listen to The Deal. Listen to The Deal on Spotify. Hello, Welsh Forest Focus is not in Forest Ends. What could be the pivotal week of the season with the January transfer deadline firmly on the horizon now? We'll discuss today's round of transfer rumours, look ahead to tomorrow's match against Arsenal, and reflect a little more on the game against Bristol City in the company of, first of all, former Reds midfielder Lewis McGugan. Morning, Lewis. How are you doing? Good morning. Yeah, not too bad. Thank you. Good, good. Good to have you with us. And our second guest today is uh, Greg Mitchell, who might be in a bit of a state after beating the streets yesterday. But how are you, Greg? Good. Fresh. Dry January, isn't it? So uh, obviously didn't break that much. So, uh, yeah, I'll get through it. Good, good. Well, we'll start with you, actually. Like I said, there's quite a few things on the menu, but we'll start with um, Bristol City. Obviously, we discussed it to death on um, Friday with Mikey and Chris, and it wasn't the greatest game. So what was your take on it in terms of, like, I, I turned it off and thought, OK, we're still in the hat. That's fair enough. But what about if you've gone to the game, you, you've shelled out a wedge of cash, you've taken the day off, are you walking out pretty annoyed, uh, not really playing that well, or are you kind of just happy we're still in the hat and you, we'll move on and see who we get in the next round at that point? Yeah, I think so. I think because of who is in the hat now as well, who the potential tie is, uh, I don't think you're too disappointed because getting Bristol City at home, we should should get through that, really. Uh, it was just a forgettable game, wasn't it? I mean, it's not one that's going to be um, remembered for long, but we got through it. Got no injuries, that was the main thing. And Nuno gets another game to see these players, I suppose. That's one thing you can take from it. But other than that, it was just a very forgetful, <laughs> forgettable uh, game. What do you feel about the draw, Man United, if we get through, obviously? Um, what if Man United, if we get through? Yeah, I think it's good, especially at home. I wouldn't have liked it away, but I think a cup game against them at home, I think we can do it. We we certainly show we can beat them already this season. And I think in the cup, you stand an even better chance. So get through Bristol City and I think it'll be a cracking tie. How do you think the players feel coming away from Ashton Gate, Lewis? Knowing they, they probably haven't played their best. They were outplayed for quite a bit of the game, really. But they did create chances. They didn't lose. They did keep a clean sheet. 
will they be more glass half full or glass half empty as a group, do you think? Yeah, I think I've, I've stated before when we were talking about the Blackpool tie that when you're playing lower opposition in, in cups, there's a lot that there's a lot more that could go wrong than go right. And they come away from it. They haven't probably performed how they wanted to. Uh, but if you look at it now, they've got a possible, uh, they've got a home, home game against uh, an opposition in a, in a lower division. And the opportunity to go through the next round and play Manchester United at home. So I think... If you if you look from a from a bigger picture, uh, and now the kind of prize on the other end, uh, I think it's it's one of them that the players will be definitely raring to go and and want to get to put that game to bed early and, and and hopefully get through and look forward to what is a what is a very good tie. Are you confident from the replay, Greg? Having seen Bristol City, you think when we get them back to our place, we should have enough to win. Yeah, I hope so. I mean, you only have to look at what happened to Ipswich at the weekend, now, haven't you? That the cups just always going to be balmy and throw out these surprises and a team does get into the last 16 that shouldn't so it's certainly a tough tie and I always say that the cup games are levelers no matter what league really that you know they'll be up for it they'll sell out their away end it's a it's a big opportunity for them as well seeing Man United at home potentially so it, it certainly won't be easy but I just think few more games under a bell. Nuno deciding on his team. Maybe a few new starters that wouldn't have been uh, in the squad in the first tie. Uh, yeah, we should we should get through it. Uh, we'll turn our attention to Arsenal now, but let's just have a quick plug for our sponsors as ever. The Trent Nav. Uh, you can watch the game at the Nav uh, inside or outside on the big screen. Uh, go there uh, on the route to match, get a beer, and you can come back afterwards as well. Uh, and obviously there's uh, food on cask ale from local breweries inside and out too if you haven't been there before and you want to see what it's about uh, here's that short video clip so you can get an impression and see just how good it is so we shall see you on the other side in 17 seconds Right, um, Arsenal then, Lewis, on Tuesday. How would you, or how are you feeling about that game in terms of our, our chances of getting something out of it? I'll ask you specifically about having the, the the kind of voodoo over a team, but how are you feeling in general about this game specifically? Yeah, I feel it's been a bit of a, a, a strange feeling. I think that if you look at what happened prior, the new manager coming in uh, and getting them. Uh, two results, especially in Newcastle, when you look at Manchester United, I think that there was such a kind of positivity and upturning kind of everyone's feeling towards it. Then it's kind of over since then, it, it, it's kind of just you've got the stuff with the football club, with the financial fair play, you've had the cup games, and it's 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 kind of felt like a bit of a strange time in that period. So that momentum that we kind of gathered uh, early on, which was going to help the players and help Nuno settle in. That kind of we didn't have the opportunity to really capitalise on that. So I think it's now back to uh, where we are, and it's a it's a fantastic opportunity, a fantastic game to to uh, to be involved in. So I think that if you look tomorrow, I think we've just got to be positive and look at back at the at the uh, kind of the first stages, uh, what the manager was putting in. Hopefully, uh, the team he'll maybe have had a look over these this period since them games of the, with the cup games and the players that he wants to move forward with and the, probably the players that that he doesn't uh, and I think it's now to 
look forward and really use use tomorrow as that starting starting point now to, to really have a strong finish to the end of the season. Are you optimistic, Greg, when you see how well we've done against Arsenal at home recently, or are you a little bit fearful when you think that you know we've shown weaknesses against Bristol City and, and Brentford, particularly defensively? How are you viewing it? Yeah, I mean, they're one of the best teams in the league, aren't they? I, I'm a stats guy now, and it says we've got a 12% chance of uh, chance of winning. So uh, I'm sure the stats do lie, and we always seem to we always seem to get the occasion, don't we, against these bigger sides? And even this season, we do. We've seen it against Man U. Um, it's a huge game under the lights. You know, we could we could potentially do something, but it's certainly not going to be easy. I think they're the second best team in the league at the minute. And someone's just said in the comments about wherever it is, they're the best uh, at set pieces against us that are the worst on paper. So uh, it is going to be so tough, but we've got to be concentrating for 100 minutes and and just make sure that we can get something. I mean, a draw would be fantastic against them, but it'd be nice to have another famous night down there. Do you think we're set up, Lewis, to play better against the you know, the bigger teams, the more offensively minded teams. Does that suit Forrest, really? Yeah, I've always I've always tried to make that point. I think that's when, over this period in the Premier League, I think that's when we've been been at our best. That's when we've got the, the best results, especially at home. I feel it's very, it's a lot easier to set up tactically, uh, players and, and as a management staff, when you understand that you're probably going to be without the ball for large parts of the game. It, sometimes it's a bit easier to stay in your formation, stay in your blocks and all you're waiting for is uh, that the teams to make a mistake and to get a little bit of careless. And Forrest have had the players from that counter-attack to to go in there, to go up the other end and score. If we're talking about this game, if you look back at last season, you look back at Tywo's goal, that was that exactly what happened. Uh, I think it was Jorginho who was slack in that century, Arsenal had a lot of the ball, a lot of the ball, break, gives White breaks through and, and slips it for Tyro and and there you go. So, so I think it's a I think we're a lot better better place to get better results uh, against the bigger teams. Uh, sometimes it, it might sound a bit silly to hear, but when you having to have teams at home, and I think that's when we've struggled as a whole. Uh, when we when we play the kind of teams that we're expected to beat, especially at home. And they come and sit in, and we have to then try and break them down. I think that's when we've probably come up short. So, so I think I think it's a great opportunity. You look at Arsenal, and and obviously there's a, in the last couple of days there's rumours that with the manager and Barcelona. So you never know. They've got they've got stuff that may maybe unsettling. And I think when you play these bigger teams, better teams with better players, all you want in for is 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 them to have a half night, and hopefully majority of your players uh, have a standout performance. So. Uh, we've done it before, so so we've just got to be positive and go into it and hopefully we can do it again. Just on the set-piece thing that Greg mentioned, it's right, you know, they, they've scored loads from set-pieces, the best in the league, we're the worst in the league. Have you played in a team where you know you've got that weakness and does it creep into the dressing room and start to play in your mind mentally going into matches? Yeah, of course. I, I think it I think it works both ways. Uh, I think that when you when you play a team and and, and it's well known that they they struggle set pieces or maybe the goalkeeper's not as tall or maybe he's not very commanding. It doesn't kind of command his area as such. Sometimes you do play on that. Uh, and then you do come up against teams where you know that they're playing four set pieces. That's a that's a real big part of their game. So I, I think 
then you look at stats sometimes and it can be quite kind of damaging on on the eye but i think then things sometimes even out over the course of a season but it's it, it, it like i say it's down to nuno and the management uh, and the players to to make sure that they're they're really clued on both defensively and 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 attacking set plays are you getting nervous now, Greg? Every time team wins a set piece or loads the starts loading the ball into our box, is that creeping into the stands a bit or not? Yeah, um, yeah. I mean, it didn't help the goal against uh, Brentford, did it? But also, we you know we've got this set piece coach ourselves now, and you, our corners are much more dangerous. We've got a, a more attacking threat with our own set pieces. We've just got to get a few more of them. The the small amount of time we'll have the ball against Arsenal, get it around the box and get those fouls. That's what Ryan Yates is brilliant at drawing a foul. So we need to make more of that and get in our own dangerous positions to be able to to get this rare opportunity we're going to have against them. Did see a stat in the athletic, much maligned by some now, uh, wrongly in my opinion. But anyway, um saying we've only had two direct free kicks at goal all season. Which yeah, I wouldn't be surprised. I, I really can't think of any. We mm. had that one on Friday, didn't we, where Danilo took it? And yeah, really it wasn't threatened the goal. No, it wasn't really. It wasn't really. Let's um, look at the potential lineup. Just talk around a few names um, for the game. <laughs> Obviously, Tavares is um, not cup tied. He just can't play against his parent club. Sorry, because he's on loan. So this is just a rough <laughs> team of what it could be. Um, Turner in goal, Montiel, Omobamadeli, Murillo and Toffolo across the back. And then the big talking point is who plays in midfield, really. Assuming Morgan Gibbs-White comes back in, um, which I think he will. Now he's played half a game against Bristol City. If he's fit to do that, I suspect he'll start. So I've put in here Mangala and Yates sitting with Dominguez and Hudson-Odoi in support of Wood. It could be any combination, really. I mean, have you got any preference, Greg, before I come to Lewis of who should play in midfield and who might be the unlucky one to drop out. Obviously, I put Danilo here, but it could really be anyone. Yeah, I'd probably agree with that one. I think you need Mangala. Playing Mangala and Yates is uh, going to be good against them. I think just slow it down in the middle, hold the ball up. And if Gibbs-White is fit, of course, if he isn't, then Danilo, Danilo plays. But, I mean, just getting Gibbs-White back, that would be a huge, huge thing. Um Taiwo could be, is he getting close to being on the bench? Maybe that would be a huge boost for us. Uh, but just getting through this this AFCON stage with a with a team like that, I think it's it's uh, it's a credit to a squad, I'd say, because that does look a lot better on paper than probably our best team did last season. So I think uh, we've come a long way, haven't we, already? Although we're quite down about who's out and who's missing. That's still a pretty strong team and I'd say a stronger team than when we beat Arsenal last year. What's the midfield balance that you like, Lewis, now with the players we've got at our disposal? If you were looking to pick probably a three, what would you be going for? Yeah, I quite like the look of that team. I quite like the look of that that three uh, with, the, with the personnel that, that that's available. Uh, I've made it quite clear that I'm a big fan of Mangala and, and it looks like that he's going to stay at the football club. So I think that's a positive for everyone connected. Uh, but, I, but I like that. I think obviously if Morgan is is available and, and, and he's got that minutes, I think if it's, if there's a, he'll come straight back in and, and that's what you're looking for really. I know that early on you, you, you look at Nuno and he quite likes Dominguez kind of off a side and then, it, it maybe gives us a bit more balance, which allows Hudson Odoi or the playing off the left a bit, a bit more freedom. So I think, I, th- I think, if it, even though it's been quite, quite a short uh, term already with Nuno, I think there's a lot of 
you can start seeing the shape of the way he wants to go forward, uh, especially formation-wise, even more personnel. I think there's a few areas that maybe uh, can can change uh, on a on a weekly basis, but I think that even early on, there's a there's a strong core uh, of players uh, that he at this point in time favours. Uh, you look at Montiel. I think that at this point in time, he's probably got the the nod over Williams, and and that's the way the manager uh, short term anyway wants to go forward. Uh, Toffolo obviously will come back in with tomorrow's out. So I think if you look at that team, uh, I think it's strong. I think it's I think it's the best team available at this point in time. I, I don't really know where else you would uh, you would possibly change it with the personnel available. Putting your player's hat on and say, going back to when you were, I think Danilo's 21. When you were 21 and, you know, um, you were a regular by then and he's sort of a regular now, but he's been a bit inconsistent. What's your take on his progress, do you do you kind of expect that inconsistency from a player at that age? Yeah, of course. Is 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 the inconsistent will always come with with young age, uh, but also is, is the adaptation that he's got to do. He's, he's come from South America. He's come from Brazil, and that's also takes time. I know he, he really finished the season strongly, uh, and probably we was all looking, hoping him to kind of use that as a foundation, and we'll probably see him kick on again uh, this season for 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 various reasons uh, that that probably hasn't happened uh, but he's but he's been back in the team lately he's been back playing and he scored a great goal against Brentford and I think that confidence will start coming coming back more but I think if you look at it from the way the manager's setting up at the minute if Gibbs White is available he's going to be in that 10 role where at this point in time, does Danilo fit in? Can you play him as one of the two? Personally, I'm not quite sure. Depending on our position, I think against Arsenal, it's not the right call. Maybe if you can have a lot more of the ball, uh, I, I don't mind maybe Mangala and Danilo as a two. Uh, but I think if you look at it for 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 playing for playing teams like Arsenal, and I think the the graphic that you put up with that team, I think it, it's spot on. Really, I think that's the way that the manager will go. We'll go. Uh, there's an interesting one in the comments about Nico Williams potentially being a right winger, which is an interesting shout. He did play well there at Bristol City. Um, uh, another thing's in the comments. Greg's 49ers top is um, getting a bit of flack, I see. Uh, apparently, they made the Super Bowl. Whatever. Yeah. <laughs> Is that is that that's a big thing? And are you a big actual fan, Greg? Of yeah, your, yeah. I'll be at uh, I'll be at who is at three in the morning and a couple of Sundays time watching them. Uh, yeah, it's great Thank last night. From <laughs> from what I remember of the game, uh, yeah, it's no no small feat getting to the Super Bowl, and they're a great side. So uh, looking forward to watching it. Uh, one for Lewis, around one. Did you finish your round of golf on Saturday? I was in the group behind. It got so dark, we walked off. Did you make it round all eight? So, so play, Lewis. <laughs> yeah, I actually, I actually made it. We made it. it the, the the last hole couldn't see what we was doing. Couldn't see where the ball was going. But it was a competition, so we we had to finish it. But it was a it was a tough day. It was a long, long, long tough day. It was it was very slow out there. But yeah, we uh, we managed to finish it. Good, good. Uh, let's pick up on a couple more players. Um, Tavares, Greg, uh, is it effectively doing us a little bit of a, a favour in terms of would you rather see Toffolo in there anyway? Uh, I would because he could, you know, I think his crossing's 
much superior. And I think that's what we're going to need to get balls into the box. Uh, but he can't play. And, you know, you don't know whether he's going to move on himself. There's still talk of it. So it'll be interesting to see a side without him in, uh, maybe for the future games as well. I'd, I'd like Toffolo ahead of him anyway. I think he's better at defending. And it, like I say, he can cross a ball very well. So, um, yeah, I'd like to see him play either way, even though Tavares can't play, obviously. And definitely Turner in goal for you as well was the other one I was going to ask you about, Greg. Is that yeah, kind of I think so. Potentially we sign someone. You know, that was one of the uh, positives as well of Friday night. A clean sheet for Turner. I think it was, the, was it the first one <laughs> under uh, Nuno? But um, yeah, yeah it, it's a start as you mean to go on with your goalkeepers and he didn't really make any errors and we got a clean sheet. So yeah, he starts. Yeah, I mean, they didn't actually have a shot on target as well. No. I, I was beginning him up he on had a lot of the, thing he'd done all right. He did have a lot of the ball at his feet, didn't he? So yeah, yeah. Uh, that was good to see. Yeah, yeah, he did. He did. Um, yeah, it was funny. I was saying he'd had a solid game. Then I realised afterwards Bristol City hadn't had a, actually had, had a shot on target. But, but his shot stopping was never really under question, was it? It's his, it's his feet. So, um, yeah. Yeah, and his handling was decent as well. So, mm. yeah, for now. We'll come back to goalkeepers shortly. I want to come back to Gibbs-White-Lewis in terms of against Newcastle and against Man U. He had so much joy in that hole as a number 10. Is that going to feasibly happen against Arsenal, do you think, when they've got Declan Rice in there? Is Morgan going to have to adapt a little bit to, to make an impact in this one? Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. Why take one vacation with the family when you could take all of them? With Royal Caribbean, you don't just go to the beach. You visit a private island and race down the tallest water slide in North America. You don't just go for a road trip. You ATV and zip line through the jungle. You don't just go somewhere new. You rappel down waterfalls and discover ancient temples. Because this isn't just any vacation. This is all the vacations. Come seek the Royal Caribbean. Ships Registry, Bahamas. I'm Alex Rodriguez. And I'm Jason Kelly. From Bloomberg, this is The Deal. Each week, you're here in conversation with business icons. This show will explore deal-making across sports, media, and entertainment. That is a harsh lesson in business. Sports is and not uh, as simple you know, as bringing a bunch of big names together. I didn't want to do another stomp you out speech. It opened so, up so many you know, more doors. The show is called The, the deal. deal. Listen to The Deal. Listen to The Deal on Spotify. No, I think he's just got to play his own game. I think he's got to continue the 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 form that he's been in and the confidence that he's been playing with. I think that when you are that type of player in that attacking role in that number ten, you it's a lot of it's based on confidence and and, and based on kind of trusting what you want to do. And I think he's been so far in, in Nuno's kind of early reign. I think he's been really good. So I think that, like I said, he's had a little bit of setback with the injury. I think he's he's got some minutes and he's just got to try and get back to. To where he was prior to that little little slight knock, but I, I don't think that he has to really change his game. I think the, the whole every time you go out there, all you want to do is try and put your stamp on the game and and hopefully make Arsenal and with, for instance Declan Rice worry about him and and 
and that's the mindset I think I think he has to have. Yeah, that's what I was going to ask you in terms of if you were playing a game and you knew probably that one of their elite players is the defensive midfielder, you're not doing anything different as Lewis McGugan then when you were playing. No, I think it's I think it's a great opportunity to to, to test yourself and see where you are. I think you probably have that kind of opposite feeling. I know I would. It's like it's 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 an opportunity to go up against uh, one of the best in the uh, in the league, one of the best in Europe at, at that position. And like I said, make him worry about about me. And and he's like I say, Morgan's got great great ability, uh, and he can find them pockets and find them holes. He can he can cause serious damage. So. I think he's just got to be really positive and 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 try and think before the game is coming off that pitch. Is I hope Declan Rice is is thinking about me and uh, and not the other way around. What do you make of the the transfer talk around him? I don't think he's been particularly concrete. There's talk of Newcastle and then the usual yo Arsenal man you were watching. I don't think he's going to come to anything uh, in January. But is it potentially one that if he really performs uh, the rest of the season then? We could have a similar to the situation to what we had with Brennan over the summer coming up with, with Morgan. Do you think? But I, I think it, I think at this point in time, he's uh, a football club that he's loved. Football club that is that is in. He has a soft spot for. He's playing games week in week out. Uh, like he's just become a dad, which also helps, and and kind of the unsettling settling off the pitch, which makes a massive difference. And I think he's now got a new manager, which he's worked with before. Uh, and they worked to kind of an early part of their career where now they were both at different stages in their life and then in their career. So I, I think that's quite a a, a, a a nice opportunity for them to blossom going forward. I think as a football club, it will take something really, really big for them to think about selling him. But you, you, you have to understand playing in the Premier League uh, when you necessarily aren't a, aren't a top six club that if you're English and you're performing week in, week out, there is going to be suitors. And I think that's just part of football. And I think that Nottingham Forest will know that, Morgan will know that. But at this point in time, he's just got to try and concentrate on being this pivotal part for, for, for this team and for this football club. And first and foremost, keep this the club in, in the Premier League uh, and, and keep on performing on an individual basis week in, week out. Now we've got Morgan back, Greg, would you take a draw from this game, considering we've still got a, quite a few players away at AFCON, Taiwo's injured, Ilanga injured? It feels to me like a draw is still a really good result, even if you do want to win all your home games. But you've got to respect how good Arsenal are as well. Or, or do you, being the optimist, want to go out there and think we can actually, we can definitely win this game? Yeah, we can win it because we proved that we could win it last season. And, you know, there's three teams in this league that are, are world class and it's obviously City, the Scousers and, and Arsenal. And I think you get anything against those three teams. It's a successful <laughs> night at the City ground. So, of course, I'd take the draw, but I do truly believe that we can get a win against these. Uh, I don't think their away form recently has been that incredible so there's certainly a chance there as small as it is we're a Premier League side of self and you know we've proven we can play at this level so there's always going to be a chance that we could cause an upset like Greg says Lewis as well we beat them last season to stay up we beat them in the FA Cup obviously we've not done so well against them away but it's a different kettle of fish at home do you from your playing days kind of believe in this kind of hoodoo that you can hold over a team Does, was it ever a factor when you went into matches yeah, sometimes, uh, especially the players, sometimes you can have that. You have both feelings. You 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 
turn up to a stadium, you have really good memories of it. You you've always felt like you've played quite well. You maybe scored, and you and you you have that bit of confidence. But then you can you can turn up to a stadium and and have kind of negative thoughts towards it. I think what we have to look at, especially at the city ground, Arsenal over the last few years have really struggled. Uh, so they're, they're, they'll be under no illusions that it, it's going to be a tough game. And every time that they've come recently, uh, they have struggled. And and that will be, a, I'm, I'm sure, a massive thing from from Arteta uh, and making sure that they're uh, they're on it 100% because they know that uh, easily if they if they slack off, they can get turned over. So I think they'll be, they'll be thinking that. But I also think that we have to understand that We've got some good form in terms of that that fixture, uh, and we've got to take the the positivity from that and start on that front foot, get the crowd going, uh, and like I said, I think we've got we've got we've got a great chance. Yeah, um, Rafik in the comments notes Bournemouth currently for us. Paul says Walsall. I remember Scunthorpe getting a few results against us as well. Any that spring to mind, Lewis, when you mentioned about negative feelings going to a certain ground? Any particular teams? Uh, no, not not off the top. I can't have a little think about it. Probably, but but right now, no, I can't. Nothing really stands out from 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 the playing days. No, especially with Nottingham Forest. What about you, Greg? Well, they're all being named in the comments, aren't they? I'm getting yeah. flashbacks. Uh, <laughs> I remember travelling down to Yeovil for a couple of miserable uh, occasions once in that away end with the rain and, oh, it was horrendous. I think it was uh, we got quite heavily beat. But, uh, yeah, I'd say Yeovil's the worst just because of the journey as well. It seemed to take forever. But, yeah, that's the one that sticks out. Yeah. Yeah, there's always a few. There's always a few, aren't there? Uh, right. If you are enjoying this video, it's good to have 300 plus people with us uh, on a pretty uh, damp Monday morning. Do us a favour, hit like and subscribe. And I've read all the iTunes reviews. There's that. I put it on Twitter. The one that calls Temps a former player in the same bracket as Lewis, Kelvin and Prutz, which is absolutely outrageous conduct. And he's, uh, he's continuing to dine out on it. So no more reviews calling Temps a former player. <laughs> He took um, it exactly how we'd expect him to take it as well. He loved it. I know. I know he did. I know. He's put calling himself a former player, a current player as well on Instagram, I see, as well today. So, yeah, no more of that. Thank you very much. Let's turn our attention to transfers for the final uh, 15, 20 minutes of the show. I mean, we haven't signed anyone yet. No one's really left. But we were saying on WhatsApp, Lewis, that this is Forest and it often ends in, you know, a pretty dramatic uh, finish. Are you... Kind of expecting that now as the rumours crank up. Like I said to you this morning, the, the rumours the last week is, and by the day, it's just going to get crazier and crazier. There's going to be names kind of assigned to all different teams. Uh, I just think it's everyone's, a lot of clubs are in that same place and it's, it's been a very quiet window. Every window, no matter how quiet, will always turn up in the, in the last week, and the last few days. Uh, but listen, we'll, we'll we'll have to wait and see uh, what happens in in terms of ins and outs. But I think the the key thing, if if Forest are gonna try and do something and and bring people in, if that's possible, I think it's just kind of one or two, especially two key areas that they they need to concentrate on and and try and get ourselves through this through this moment and through this season, and then reassess in the summer. 
Uh, one of them seems to be goalkeeper, Greg. They finally kind of bit the bullet on that sense, whether they were always going to sign a keeper or not. Publicly now, it's been kind of brief that they are. So um, it was Peter Galaxy, the Leipzig keeper on Friday. Kasper Schmeichel reported by the Daily Mail on Sunday. And today, it's Sam Johnson, the Crystal Palace keeper, the Athletic saying uh, a loan to buy uh, off has been rejected, which kind of makes sense because I don't think Palace are going to want to help out a relegation rival. But I do like the sound of that name in particular. How are you feeling about the names that have been mentioned? Uh, I'm not fussed on Schmeichel, if I'm honest. Uh, I think he's gone. But uh, yeah, I mean, Johnson's a good keeper, isn't he? But Hendo's not been playing well recently, so I can certainly see why they want to uh, distance themselves from that one. We've got, a, we've got what, a day or so to, to get it sorted. We have really got to strengthen in that area. But then having, what would it be, five... Uh, keepers, senior keepers on the books. It's too many, isn't it? So we've certainly got to make room for that one way or another. Yeah, you would think one's got to go. Maybe bite the bullet on Vakodomos even earlier now mm. or or Turner or something. Yeah, yeah. Just on deadline day, um, we'll do quite a lot of stuff. Um, we'll probably be here in the evening from like 9 till 11.15 or something covering everything because like we say, it's Forest and there's going to be mad rumours coming up. Um on the goalkeepers thing, Lewis, then, I mean, you'll have played against Kasper Schmeichel, so you'll know how good he, he has been. But now he's 37, he's had a rough time at Nice, and now he's, I think he's at Anderlecht. Uh, is that the kind of the market that we're shopping in, though? The, uh, there's going to be a flaw with anyone we're trying to buy because that's what January is? Uh, listen, I think I think Kasper's had a, had, a, had a fantastic career uh, and he's been part of a, of a very good... Uh, Leicester City dressing room and, and an environment. So I think first and foremost, I think he's a very good goalkeeper. But I also think what Casper brings is a very good person around the change rooms, very good voice, uh, very experienced. So uh, I, I don't. I think in terms of the situation, in terms of transfers as, as a whole, I just think that's why it's mainly been so quiet. If you look at the the, the Afcon and and the a lot of players are away from football clubs at the minute. And I think that's why football clubs, especially early on, don't really want to make make decisions, especially players leaving, because it because it leaves them short. I think if you look at us over the last uh, few games and, and the bench and, and the kind of depth in there, is, it's, it's been quite short. So I think football clubs maybe are waiting for this last week when they know that there's a set date for these players coming back when they can then allow... Possibly other players to to uh, to leave, which allows room for uh, to bring maybe one or two in. So I think it's like it always is. It's a domino effect, and once one once one or a few things happen, it then starts the ball rolling, and and and, and things will happen. But back to your original question, in, in terms of Casper, I, I don't. Listen, I, I think it's an option, and at this point in time, I think if we're going to make the move, we've got to look at every option, and we've got to make sure that it's the right one going forward. And, and, it, and if that's Casper's the way the club uh, feel that from a short term is going to get us through, uh, then, yeah, I don't I don't see no problem with it. Uh, Lee Clark in the comments makes a good point that I hadn't thought about. Vakodomos has played for two clubs this season, so you basically can't get rid of him unless he goes back to Benfica because he played one game for Benfica right at the start of the season. So that is uh, an issue, certainly. Um. On goalkeepers, Lewis, Kelvin was on last week talking about kind of that aura they have to project, that ego and confidence, and you know, he referenced Lee Camp. 
is that one of the things that you see that's a weakness in Forest's kind of um, arsenal that they've got at the moment in terms of Turner in particular? He doesn't really give that projection of confidence. Is that an issue for you with him? Sometimes, sometimes you've got to look. Goalkeepers are quite a, a dive. They're quite a strange character. They're always a bit, a bit kind of on their own, a bit of a, they keep themselves the goalkeeper union at all football clubs. That's what it is. They're very close and they're, they're not your normal everyday uh, kind of football character. Uh, but I think that's part of their, their makeup. Uh, I know Kel spoke about Campy. Uh, Campy was fantastic for us. Uh, and the aura that he had around the place, the aura that he had on the pitch, commanding his box when he come and claim balls. Sometimes it breeds so much confidence, especially for the back four. You you feel that confidence back to the start when Greg's talking about set pieces. Sometimes you're playing a you're playing a team and you play with goalkeepers where you think to yourself, I know I know he's going to come and get this. I know he's going to come and get this, and it's that confidence where it can also flip the other side and. You're thinking, yeah, I know he's a bit nervy. Sometimes that seats for everyone, uh, kind of on that defensive set piece. So I, I just think that you can't sometimes look at it and think, well, Turner's not that kind of shouting really front foot where you can see it. That just might not be his character in his makeup. That's not. Uh, we can't kind of blame him for that or or, or put put a negative spin on that because everyone's got a different characteristics. But I do think that as a goalkeeper and the ones that I've played with uh, throughout my career, the 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 kind of stronger personalities uh, really do in, in, in sometimes really do help the team. Any particular mad ones you played with? Uh, I wouldn't say mad. Like I said, they've all got their own uh, kind of quirks and strange it's like campy i spent the majority of the time i'm really close with campy we're really a close friend of mine so uh I, i've been around him for a long time but in terms of his performances on the pitch for that if you can recall for that kind of period under billy davis i don't think he was a better better goalkeeper uh, around especially in the championship so like i said they've all they've all got the strange crews but not i've never played with anyone that's really 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 out there so so yeah yeah Campy had that season, was it the one where we lost to Swansea, I think, or, or Blackpool? One of the playoff seasons where it looked like nothing was getting past him and he just knew that he was he knew he was the best keeper in the league that, that season. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. Um, one yeah. from Rafik asking about, um, it says in the Athletic, we'll get a keeper who will be num- could be number one next season. And I just think that means not going to get a stopgap. It'll be a loan to buy. That's what they ideally want, I think, is what that's angling at. It's nothing to do with... Um, managing Turner or anything like that. I think it's just saying that not they're going to try and avoid another Navas deal, but we'll see. We'll see on that. As long as they get someone in, I think that'll be progress. Yeah. Sorry, the, only, the only thing on that is the goalkeeper situation is that we we can't we can't stockpile goalkeepers if that makes sense. Like I know we're talking about we need to bring someone in, but it's like so we've already got two that have really kind of briefly been brought in and still quite new to the. To the club, and that's two goalkeepers that was expecting to be number one at some point. But like I said, mm-hmm. if we bring another one in and and neither of them go, where's the dynamics in that? Do you know what I mean? We can't. I know that we've maybe made the decision that we need to move forward, and it hasn't quite worked out. That's fine, but also you can't just keep stockpiling goalkeepers. 
goalkeepers and possibly have three, four goalkeepers in the football club on a daily basis because it's just it's just too many, uh, and it's just that won't be good for 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 the for the group uh, for the goalkeepers itself. Uh, and it's just there's just sometimes you can have too many numbers uh, in terms of day to day training. So I, I think if 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 the club is going to do that and make that decision that they are going to have to make a change. I think somewhere something's got to give on on the other end and allow that goalkeeper to come in uh, and kind of start the ball rolling without that big big commotion about the numbers. It's really tough till the summer as well, isn't it? Because they it's not like Turner or Vlacodemos are out of contract like uh, Hennessy is. They, they sign them on multi-year deals for decent money. It's like you're not going to ship one out easily and now without taking a big loss on one of them. And it feels like they've probably both got to stay till at least the summer. So... Yeah, it's a definite problem, certainly. I, yeah, I hear where you're coming from there. Um, one of the other things the Athletic reported, David Ornstein, was around Giovanni Reina, who we've touched on, just saying that deal is one they're still uh, strongly pursuing and uh, Sevilla shouldn't be too much competition because it sounds like they're short on cash. Obviously, Marseille the other team in the picture. Um, I want to get Greg's take because people probably know that you go and watch quite a lot of Borussia Dortmund when you're not watching Forest, so you'll have no doubt seen the lad in action more than I have. What's your take on him as a player? Uh, Laura was there yesterday, actually. She watched him. He came on. So, you know, he's a 21-year-old international playing for Borussia Dortmund, still playing for them. You know, he came on yesterday, like saying, for a winning team. So I think it'd be an absolutely brilliant signing for us, attacking midfielder. You know, you look at Gibbs White being out recently. It'd have been the perfect fit in that role. Uh, and another option, I, I just think he's a quality player. Dortmund seem like the they're open to it it sounds like it's progressed a bit also and uh i just think he'd be fantastic for us i mean it wasn't too long ago we'd have dreamt of trying to get a player from them especially at his age with his ability so uh it'd be superb for us um it's you mentioned the areas lewis they need to sign in. i don't know how much you've seen of rain or if anything but i what were the two areas you were thinking of then if they do limited business was one of them a, an attacking midfielder slash winger like this or not uh, possibly, like I said, we 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 know the goalkeeper situation. We we spoke about that enough. I think that I think we need another winger. Uh, mm. I think that's and, and and possibly another striker. I think you look at the 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 players possibly coming back into it. If you say Gary, I think that again we have to look if we're going to give Morgan that that license. We've also got to give him that freedom of like, that's your position. You need to go and get it. I think then if you look, if we get another winger, that possibly then frees up Dominguez to come back as a central point. We've got to look at the kind of journey uh, and the kind of outlook of Danilo. We can't really, if we want him to keep getting more confidence, keep getting games, we can't kind of, squashes his, his minutes uh even more so i think that uh as a two i think definitely a winger uh who can play either side uh which 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 helps alanga and hudson doy uh and probably a is looking like he's leaving the club i think that we need uh another central striker yeah i think so Origi looks like he's going to the mls and i'll mention a central striker in a minute um just mangala staying then lewis that's a net positive overall for you, I suppose, because you obviously we've got a lot of midfield players, and maybe it's one you review in the summer. But where we are right now, you'd rather Mangala stayed and wasn't used to to fund anything particularly wild in the next few days. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. 
Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at marines.com. Yeah, I think that, like I said, if you look at it at the midfielders, I think out, out the midfield group we've got, I think potentially and uh, his characteristics, I think he's I think he's the best player we have in there. Uh, I, I also maybe look at the the deal because I know it was a lot of it was a loan to to buy, and even though I didn't, I don't think that suited Nottingham Forest at the time. I think if they're gonna uh, kind of get people out or try and create uh, an avenue to to help the financial fair play, I think they need more kind of a straight buy uh, with straight money. So I don't think that maybe suited the football club. Uh, and early on, he he wasn't playing for the first few games, and that maybe sometimes it's a new manager comes in. There's a bit of question mark about a player possibly leaving or maybe staying. And sometimes as a manager, you might have to make that call. Well, I'm not sure if he's going to be around. So maybe I've got to look at in a, in a different kind of direction to, to move forward. Hopefully now that looks like it's been been squashed and that he's going to be here at least for the end of the season. And he's been over the over the last few weeks, he's, he's been back playing. So, uh, like I said, I think it's him plus another one. Who that, who that other one is, Yates, maybe Dominguez, Sangara when he comes back. Danilo, I'm not sure, but I think, uh, from my opinion, I think it's him and one more to play to play that that the two players in a, in, a, in a deeper role. A couple of people in the comments mentioning that we've been linked to this mail of Saar, the ex Watford winger, as well this morning. I hadn't seen that one, but you know he's a, a talented player. Uh, maybe a question mark about his attitude. I don't know. The other one about attitude is around Rayner, Greg, as Greg Oram says. There was, you know, yeah. issues around the US national team. I mean, when you watch him play, does he put a shift in or not? Yeah, he's played ninety times for Dortmund. He scored thirteen goals, I think. He's he's a quality player. You know, we we need to be looking at players of that standard, not only to stay in this league but to progress. And I think being linked with a young player as well, who's not anywhere near the top of his ability at, at twenty one, he's going to be reaching his peak at like twenty six, twenty seven in his position, isn't he? So. Yeah, you, you go for players like him. And I think attitude issues, Dortmund know how to sort things like that out. And I think we do as well. So I wouldn't be too concerned about that. If he was going somewhere like Man United, where they seem to 
develop these attitudes, yeah, but I don't think we're we're an issue for, for a player like that. Yeah, yeah. It's weird with what happens at May and I. Yeah, I don't know what's going on there. Different podcast. Um, the other player that's linked this morning is uh, Hugo Ekatike, the Paris Saint-Germain striker, who a uh, very talented boy who's done well at, uh, in the in the French league, but hasn't really featured at all for PSG since going there because I guess they stockpile players. I don't know. But uh, he could be an interesting one. He looks good on YouTube. I don't know. I've not seen anything of him. I think, well, Lewis, one of the things that I've fallen into the trap of, we can all fall into the trap of, is players that are good on YouTube. We're not seeing them play. Uh, is that something we have to bear in mind when we see these young, boring kids? We haven't actually watched any of us like Rainer. Yeah, I think, but I think that's just the kind of football fan in us all, and 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 and, and we love when we see these names and we see these players and the, from these football clubs, and 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 you do get excited, and I think that's just that's just natural. Uh, I do think if if we talk, what I spoke about a striker bringing it, I think it will be a striker of of an ilk where maybe a bit of a gamble, maybe someone that's kind of down a pecking order, at, at maybe a European club around. I don't think you're going to get somebody who's going to come in, but I, I think it's more so Tyro's, obviously, I wouldn't say injury prone, but he, he, he seems to be breaking down a few times and then it's that onus on on wood to kind of uh, see us through. Like I said, mirror that with, with Arigi possibly going. I just think that there needs to be another option in there, uh, which, which fits both parties. Uh, he's going to get more playing time, maybe coming out on, on loan to Nottingham Forest and it helps, helps the squad and it helps the freshness of of Nuno to be able to have them options. Difficult deal to do though, Greg, isn't it? Because Chris Wood's playing really well at the moment and then a one year comes back in, one of them is going to share minutes, then you've got a third striker who's going to want minutes and we've seen with Origi, you don't get it. It's sort of like we're a slightly tough sell, aren't we, at the moment for a short-term loan deal? Uh, yeah, but, you know, he's played a season and a half at PSG. He's only played 26 games, four goals, um, so he does need minutes, but he's also used to, to not playing every game. And as a 21-year-old striker, surely he'd, he'd have to expect to be like that. Uh, but he's going to be completely different to Wooden Taiwo. He's not going to be the sim- a similar striker at all. So, you know, maybe if he knows that he's not guaranteed game time and he's still happy to come, I think that would be a, a good start and see what happens, really. I think it's a, it's a low-risk move having on a loan. So I'd yeah. go for it. Yeah, I've, I mean, I like to say I've only seen YouTube highlights, but he's tall and athletic and quick and strong. He looks at he's sort of a bit like Gibbs White, but as a striker. Um, mm. But his goal record's a bit uh, up and down. But he's obviously got a lot of talent to France under twenty international. The only other one to mention is Carlos Borges or Forbes. I'm not sure. I think it's Forbes now. Uh, it doesn't look like he's coming because I actually look like they don't want to let him go. Uh, they're having a difficult season themselves. So at the moment, that one's on the back burner. But obviously, the deadline is on Thursday. And I'm sure uh, lots will change between now and then. A uh, little bit of admin to clear up as well. Nigeria beat Cameroon in AFCON, so no Olaena for a couple more games uh, at least, maybe back to the FA Cup replay against Bristol City, which is next Wednesday. Uh, and then Ivory Coast versus Senegal tonight, where we'll find out who uh, is back uh, out of um, the Ivory Coast lads and Senegal. Um, that will probably be for the Bournemouth game uh, not the Arsenal game, obviously. Too much of a, a quick turnaround. So we'll watch that tonight and see what happens. Right, I think that covers all the ground I wanted to do today. Uh, I'm sure Greg got something to say, but Lewis, anything? Any final words before we depart? No, nope. no, nothing. No. 
Good man, good man, because I've got a few to, to wade through quickly. Uh, Greg, anything from you before we go? Yeah, I have, but uh, I just like this comment from DJ Tone saying that uh, Lewis's highlight reel on YouTube makes him look like a prime cafu, and you were. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, I think that's a compliment. Um, any other business just beat the streets last night. It was incredible, and they've raised so much money for Framework and you know, these venues and all the band, there was 60 bands last night over four venues, five venues, I think. And it wasn't just the bands and the ticket sales, all these venues that are struggling through January, they get all the beer sales as well. So can't wait to see how much money they raised. Um, there were some brilliant local bands as well. The Publics from Mansfield, uh, Gale Band, a three-piece band who were just superb. They absolutely packed out rock city and of course the chase they uh were absolute highlight at rescue rooms and uh certainly got us all bouncing so it's just a brilliant night and look out for it next year because it'll be back yeah and you're feeling the effects this morning as well i'm struggling yeah i've got through these 48 minutes uh, one way or another Back to bed after this. Back to bed. Um, right. Thank you very much to James for a five pound donation. Very much appreciate. That's brilliant. Uh, very unexpected as well. So very grateful for that, James. Uh, a couple of bit quick bits from me before we go. Uh, a viewer or listener called Kevin Somerville wondered if I could give a plug for um, a charity. He says uh, it's a brilliant course set up by Carly and Martin. Martin's his brother. Zephyr's a charity to help with bereaved parents. There's uh, Walkover Hot Coals. It's at the NAV next uh, this Friday. Uh, and the link is in the comments if you want to get involved or donate. Um, so it's Zephyr's Nottingham and it's a Walkover Hot Coals. And like I say, the link is in the comments. Uh, second thing I was going to mention, a few people listen to this while they're running, apparently, because my ultra-inspiring voice is the thing to get you hyped up, I guess. I don't know. Um, but a couple of people to mention on Twitter, uh, Clacton Reds, who's running the London Marathon and in training currently. Uh, and then also uh, someone called Sam Wilsort and Jim Shady. Don't know their real names. Well, I assume Sam is Sam. Uh, but yeah, thanks for listening while they're doing that. I do absolutely F all exercise apart from a bit of walking. But um, what are you listening to, Lewis, when you're actually working out? Uh, yeah, I have, a, I have a couple of playlists, uh, depending on my mood. But yeah, a couple of playlists try and get me through the, the torture of, of that treadmill. It's not this podcast to take it. what about you greg i'm big in i'm back on scroobius pip at the minute i uh, obsessively listening to him he was around in the 2010s he stopped making music now but fantastic spoken word and you know rap just superb but uh yeah that's about it for me i did a spin class saturday morning and uh the the instructor was like this DJ. It was brilliant, and uh, he yeah. put Amal and the Sniffers on, which I was amazed with. This Australian punk band, so uh, they're good. Check them out. Uh, Oliver mentions uh, the FA Cup women's game against Everton. Yeah, we'll do something on that. Uh, certainly, um, it's still not confirmed where it is. Last one I was going to say was Emily was supposed to be on the podcast today, but she's been doing so much work uh, in her actual job. Uh, covering the murder trials that she couldn't do it but she's done a sterling job I know she's got an interview with Barney Weber's family that's on East Midlands today in their interview so just wanted to mention Emily because she's been working so hard but she will be back uh, for next week she can't do any this week but well done Emily right thanks to everyone who's joined us good to have your company uh, very much appreciate it of course and we'll be back tomorrow post-match with uh, Mark and Chris to review whatever happens against Arsenal and thanks for all the comments today 
very much uh very grateful for that i always say very much appreciate i need to find something else to say uh yeah thank you uh greg thank you very much cheers i enjoyed that good man back to sleep <laughs> or lots of coffee yeah. lewis thank you very much no not a problem always a pleasure Good man, good man. Like I say, we'll be back tomorrow and then we've got a busy week ahead around um, deadline day and then looking ahead to Bournemouth uh, on Sunday. So have a good day, everyone. And in the meantime, we shall see you soon. Sports Social Podcast Network. With Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, We've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandslots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.